You are now listening to the Dream Loud Podcast. Join us as we explore the significance of following your dreams. We hope you'll enjoy the ride. Welcome once again to an exciting episode of the Dream Loud Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Benjamin Hall. Here with my co-host Dan Shifo. What's going on, everyone? Just uh, another one, another another great episode, another uh, just another great opportunity to to get together, uh, you know, get together with with my great friend Ben and our other great friends. Um, you know, I just think, regardless, it's just a great opportunity to spotlight, you know, to spotlight, um, you know, great friends and and great friends who um, might not have been in a situation that I mean, all, all kind of different ways of inspiration. Yeah. But I guess in this one, like, might not have been in the situation that they wanted to. And instead of staying in that situation or staying unhappy or staying, you know, not as happy as they wanted to be, um, you know, they got themselves out of that situation and pursued their passion. And that's awesome. I love stories like that. We've talked to a lot of people on the show. This is episode mm-hmm. yeah. 43 and we've talked to so many different people who yeah. have pursued their passion. And I'm just such a big advocate of pursuing your passion, whatever it is, you know, and, um, you know, even if you get paid a dollar an hour or whatever it is. Like if you can, maybe not that bad, but like if you can, yeah. live, if you can live off it, um, you know, like follow your passion, you yeah. know, and, I, and we yeah. have another great story of, you know, and, and I just hope that, you know, for anyone who's listening, maybe somebody who who's listening might not be in, you know, a position that they want to be in, but they see a position that they want to be in. Yeah. Um, you know, we've had so many people on and this is another great example. The fact that you can change that, um, so it's, you know, regardless of the great story, it's our great friends. Um, and, and I'll introduce them here, uh, Alexis Fairbanks and her husband, Tony, um, you know, regardless of the, the position, they're just great friends. Yeah. So, so yeah. So welcome, uh, Alexis, welcome Tony. Yeah, welcome to and, the show. And, yeah, welcome to the show. How's it going? Going good. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah. Thank you. Um, thanks for having us. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess just to give you a background of just, who and and how Alexis and Tony are and just how great friends they are. Um, Alexis has always had a great passion for animals. Um, And I think, I don't want to say we all, because there's people that don't like animals out there, but I know the law. I always tell people, and I I like animals, but I don't notice them as much. Yeah. Like I'm the type of person that if all the animals disappeared from the earth tomorrow, no way. A couple months later, I'd be like, have you guys heard any birds? Like lately, I don't know where the animals went. Are you an animal guy, Ben? Not particularly an animal. I mean, I love my family. She's right here. My sister. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. My my sister has pets. I adore them. Marlo. 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 Sorry, (laughs) sorry if you're listening. She's adorable dog. She's pretty Uh, awesome. But I've always been fine living. I've always been fine living without pets. So yeah, right. Yeah, I appreciate them. It's not like I don't like them, but. How do you feel about this, Alexis? Yeah. I was just no. saying, the fact that he said he appreciates them, yeah, yeah. that's a big step. Thank you. I but appreciate I so. that. Not just that, but, you know, some people might not, but I mean, I, I get, like everyone loves animals, well, though, wouldn't you think? I would say that at, at least, even if you don't love animals, you yeah. have a loved one that does love animals. Yeah, right. So everybody sure. can relate to that, I'm, I'm yep. pretty sure. And But I think like just to give you, you know, Alexis has always had a passion for animals and, and just helping animals. And, and I'm sure a lot of people can say the same thing, but just to to dive in, you know, with that. And, and by diving in, I'll, you know, I'll go 
go back even a little bit further. Um, I used to work with Alexis at a place called TD Extreme. Uh, oh, favorite, what? Really? Yeah, which many, is, many years ago. Which is the shirt that I'm wearing right now. I know that if this oh, were video... Oh, okay. I, I, we'll need yeah. to grab some pictures later. It is, it is one of the... Um, one of the best jobs I ever had. Was that had. the one in Irwin? Oh, yeah. yeah. In it that plaza? It was amazing. I um, always looked at it when I drove by. I never went in. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. You never went? No. I never went um, But it was just one of the, the best jobs that I have. And, and that's whenever we, you know, Amanda and I, my wife, we first met Alexis and uh, she had married Tony sev several years later because I worked there for you worked 10 years, yeah, 11 for a while. years. I mean, I was the second employee there, but it, so it was just a long time. It was just a great, it was a CD store. It was like a CD, CD store. store. Are you Who kidding doesn't me? want to work at a right. CD store? It was just so much fun. And, and the owners um, were so great and just such great personal friends. Um, I... And, and this is, again, just about passion. Like, I could work mm. that job forever. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, the store could've. isn't around you know, anymore, unfortunately, but I could work that job forever. It's just so much fun. Mm -hmm. um, you're just working at a CD store, talking to music about people. Yeah. It was just, it was a blast to do it. And it was the same thing, just about passion. Um, you know, like... It's, I think you gotta if, love what you do. Yeah, and I think yeah, no, what totally. Helps or else the day is just mm, oh my just gosh, drags on. Yes, and if you, I think for anybody out there, like if you are in that position where you know, for me it was you know CD store. For me now it's journalism. For Alexis, it's you know music, and, and you're doing a ton of music, and even Tony with IT work. Um, if you can do that and say like, yeah, I make millions of dollars, but you know if I don't make millions, but like if I made a gazillion dollars. <laughs> Um, Can you say you're truly happy at what you do? Yeah. And not only that, but like I could work the CD store job the, my whole life and not get paid. You know, like I enjoy it that much. Where, yeah. So we met at the CD store and just became fast friends and, and all, you know, all of us and, and my wife and, and Alexis and Tony and I and, and everything like that. Uh, we were we were in their wedding and, and you know, just, just honored, you know, by that. Um, I think the biggest thing and, and just the biggest thing to tell about their character, um, we are homeowners here and, uh, we had uh, a little bit of an issue. I won't get into it, but a little bit of an issue, uh, with the plumbing. I'm sure anyone who owns a home, uh, has had issues with their plumbing. It's, it's just, it's just how, it's just a testament to how great a friend Tony and Alexis are and just, and just their, you know, what kind of people they are. Um, we had an issue with our plumbing and uh, we'll say that we had a little bit of a backup oh. that was in our garage. A little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Totally. It was. Yeah. So we had a little bit of a backup that was in our garage and um, Alexis was right there. You had been working. You had a horse at that yeah, time. At that time. And you know you were caring for it and, and things like that. And you were right there. Um, no questions asked helping us with that. And like Amanda and I were just like, no, like before that we were just looking at each other like, how can we do this? Uh, and you were right there. No questions asked. You know, like, and it was incredible. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, awesome. I know I'll, I'll never forget it, but just that just kind of gives a testament to, you know, how, how, you know, great they are and, and, just that's what, what friends kind of are for. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's, that's, that's incredible though. You know, <laughs> that's like, what you do for there's, people. there's not too many that, you know, would go, um, but that's just kind of, you know, the willingness yeah. to, to that. Um, but just to kind of set up, you know, your show, well, I guess with animals, what, what initially you have a love for them, but I think, I, th I mean, I think your love's different for animals than other people. Can you kind of, can you kind of touch on that? Uh, me personally, I just, I, I just think it's different than I, I love animals, but it's different than what, you know, because you really dive in and, and help, you know, it's more or less. There's people out there that want to make a difference in people's lives. Yeah. Animals yeah. are the same way. Personally, I think, because yeah. if if you're treating a person 
nicely. You know, you're making a difference. You're touching their lives. It's the same thing with the animals. If I'm making a difference in their life, I'm touching them. Sure. A lot of people will tell you, oh, the animal doesn't know any different, they, but they do. Yeah. They have feelings. They know when they're hurt. They know when you're around. I wanted to make sure that I was making that difference to that animal. What's that like mm-hmm. for you to make a difference in the animal's life? But not only the animal, but I know the owner would appreciate it. I mean, I, I know if that's my pet, you know, like you're not you're not only making a difference in an animal's life, but you're doing that for that owner too. Um, seeing seeing that the owners are happy about it, um, it makes me feel good. Sure. Just I mean, and educating them that's the big thing because a lot of people don't know what it's like. They. They, the owners of the pets don't do their research, don't don't self-educate themselves on what it's like to own a pet. Um, I mean, that just makes me feel good. Just knowing that somebody is relying on me to say, hey, this is what you should do for your pet so that your pet can live a happy, healthy life. Right. You know, they take whether they take it or not, it's their choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can't force them to be like, you need to do this for your pet. Otherwise, you're going to be right back in the hospital right. with your pet. I can just tell them, hey, this is what's going to happen if you don't follow these instructions. Or, hey, this is how you should be treating your pet. Sure. You know, and if they <clears throat> if they roll with it, they roll with it. If not, you see them back a couple weeks later. And it's yeah. almost a situation where like... I have a pet, you know, and I'm like, oh, no, what do I do? You know, and then they go to you. And then that, like you said, you educate them on. Exactly. Yeah. And but the thing is, is that it just it's it's fulfilling to me to help that person help their pet or Mm -hmm. fulfilling for me to help the pet in general. Just knowing that somebody is relying on me and I have them come to me with the questions and I'm not afraid to answer them because. No, no, very much. No. Well, so, and, and that's the thing. A lot of very people, direct, which is yeah, great. Yeah, and a lot of totally. people are like, I just don't understand why that person doesn't understand it. Well, because you're in that field for so long. Yeah, you're not looking at it from the aspect of how you were five years ago before you got into the veterinary field. Oh, of course, sure. yes. You know, like for somebody who's not in the veterinary field totally. and has a pet, they don't know what to do. But you can't look at that person and say, "What don't you understand about sure, not yeah. getting vaccines?" Yeah. They don't understand about it. You deal with it on a daily basis. Right. You need to step back and be like, okay, they have no idea. Right. And look at it from their perspective. Where'd your passion for animals come from? I've actually... Like just in general. In general, I've always... I mean, my parents had cats when I was younger. We had a dog when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always been into horses. Yeah. Um, I've just... Did you only have one or I had two. I had two horses. Um, I had multiple cats when I was younger. Um, And I think we only had one dog. I didn't get to spend a lot of time with him because I was young when he passed, unfortunately. Um, But it was just always something that I liked. I always liked being around the animals. They're calming. Sure. You know, they don't talk back to you. (laughs) They do bite. They bite on the occasion. Yeah, right. Um, no, I've just always had that passion. Just never knew how to get into the field. Yeah. You know, had to do my research. Yeah. Well, kind of like a transition here. You love animals. You have a passion for it. You're doing it now. You were in a little bit of a different industry before. Um, you know, a lot of banking, a lot mm-hmm. of business management, that sort of thing. Um, you worked at a local branch bank branch. Wow. Uh, you worked at, <laughs> you worked at a local bank branch. Uh, before, you know, you went from being a teller to do it, uh, not just a teller. Um, and then you worked at another organization, which, um, 
did banking things and did money things. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, sure. Local taxes. Yeah, there you go. So. Um, yeah, but but um, I guess what was that like whenever you were doing that sort of thing? And, and how did you kind of get into that? You know, I mean, doing because um, maybe there's a person who's in banking or in business management um, right now and they want to get into you know, maybe they're in that. You know what I'm saying? Like you were in. Is that most people in banking, by the way? I'm just curious. What do you mean? That like it's just a, <laughs> it's just a good job to have, but they, that's not really their dream job. I would um, just imagine that would be the case. Sounds like yeah. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, in my opinion, yeah. I didn't feel like I was making a difference in banking. Yeah. To be honest with you, yeah. I, I think that was where my passion went to. Is I just felt like I wasn't really helping people. I was just going with the motion. Yeah. yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I don't. I don't, which is probably why I started to go to school for business management in the first place. Yeah. Because I was just going with the motions. I needed something that was going to stabilize me for my future career. Right. You know, because let's be real, people who get in the veterinary field, you don't get in it for the money. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um, you get in the veterinary field because you want to help people and help the animals. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's where my passion came from because I was just going with the motion and wasn't happy with it. Was didn't I just didn't feel like I was making a difference. I wanted to make a difference so that people remembered me and yeah, you know the animals would remember me. You know, well, I, lo- I love that thought process because that's kind of that was kind of exactly my journey too. I yeah, went to college right. for chemistry. Okay, I have a chemistry degree. I worked for Alcoa for seven years doing chemistry, and it was very much the same type of thought process. Sure. It was like I love music, but I can't make a living doing this. Yeah, and yep, so exactly. I, I went to school for something I thought I can get a good job doing this, only to find out later I can't mm-hmm. imagine doing this for thirty years. Yep. It's gonna suck my soul dry. Yeah, yep. yeah. And so I had to have a mind a mindset change where I was instead of looking for what kind of job can I do to make money, what can I do with the skills I love to do and still get paid? Exactly. Yes. Which actually. Um, don't get me wrong, the veterinary field is very emotionally draining. Yeah, it, totally. My, it would have to be. My first year it was very emotionally draining, but you do have to learn to look at it from the medical standpoint a lot of times with animals and with people. Um, you don't... As opposed to what? I guess it's maybe getting attached, is that right? Getting attached. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. There are times where I still get attached. When sure. I was in private practice, I got attached to when I saw them as puppies and yeah. to the very end, you know, or if something were to happen to the pet and you create that bond with them, but you also have to learn to empathize, Yeah. not yeah. sympathize. You, would, would you say it's more separating your feelings from the animal versus... Uh, doing what's best for the animal? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. You're doing, a lot of times that's where, and that's where the communication with the clients come in is, is that you have to communicate with the clients what's best for the animal. Sure. Whether it's beyond medication or um, make the pet comfortable or if something else needs to be done. You know? Right. Um, And that's where I feel... I make the most difference because I feel yeah. like that I'm comforting the client sure. when they have a sick pet. Yeah, it's got to be that. I mean, that is a very different thing as, as compared to dealing with people because yeah, when you're when you're you're in the human healthcare field, their life is always the top priority. But for a pet, I'm sure you have different people where the life is always the priority, and then you have other people where it's more like 
we can't afford to pay that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And so that's got to be tough. And your your difference in the human field and everything. I mean, you know, you're asking when in the human field, you're it's all about you. You're making your own decisions. Mm. You know, at the, whereas yeah. in the, the vet field, yeah. you're you're the human making the decision for another life. Sure, yeah. you know, totally. so yeah. you know that animal has no say other than what its owner's yep. doing for and, it. Yeah, I mean, and that owner is relying on you or the veterinarian. Yeah. To say, hey, look, the quality of life of this pet, these are your options. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it is. It is. I'm not saying it's all puppies and kittens like yeah, everybody right, totally. thinks. Yeah. Um, but, yes, it is a very hard field and you have to be mentally and emotionally prepared for it. And there are days where I'm like, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I've yeah. seen too many sick ones. I spent so much time on this sick one and yeah. he's not getting better. But you know what? The good outweighs the bad. If I know that I have touched at least one or two lives, whether it's the pet's life or the client's life, it makes me feel better. It makes me feel like I've accomplished something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's great. What's that And I think too, I'm sorry, just just the last tale on on the end of that, um, I think it's cool that you know about it that even though it's hard for you, you're still meant to do it. Yes. It's not like it's, it's... the people that are made for that field are not going to find it difficult. Correct. And that's... That, it's exactly it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is another reason why I started doing things on my own for people because it helps them less stress, less stress on the pets. Yes. Because I started going to people's houses and doing a lot of nail trims, a lot of pet sitting, things like that. Yeah. Because that is the good aspect of the job you know the client trusts me because i've been in the field long enough to know how to handle their pet yeah you know Uh uh-huh yeah that makes sense dan what were you gonna say i guess it's supposed to rain tonight by the way it's like pouring cats and dogs out there no pun intended intended. (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i guess just what's it like for you um excuse me like i i love pets there's so many people love pets and 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 animals and and their own pets um you know what's that like for you where um yeah like we love pets and someone like might really love them or or you know but like here you are like you have to separate that and you have to you know like just to find that separation to say like i guess it's the correlation that i can make is like whenever i cover the sealers and penguins like i can't be a fan you know and that's okay like i'm cool with that and i'm sure it's a very similar aspect for you is that like you can't you know like you can't i mean you can have that emotional attachment but like there's a there's an element where like you almost have to shut that off if that makes sense like what's yeah what's that like for you to like you love animals but you have to you have to you know it's hard it was very it was it's very hard there is that fine line and like i said my first year I've been doing the veterinary field for four years now. And my first year, it was very hard. It yeah. was very hard to find that that fine line where you're like playing with them every day, worried about them every day, as opposed to when they come in, they're sick, and you're like breaking out into tears. Yeah, yeah. You learn, and it's gonna co- it comes with training and time, that you there is a fine line. I've learned that sure. I have to do what's best for the pet. I yeah. have to do what's best for the client. You know, I have to let them know you got to look at it this way. And a lot of people don't. Yeah. yeah. Just getting that understanding to people that, hey, you know, this is the best bet for the, this is the best option for the pet. Like, this is what you should be doing. Whether they follow through or not is the part that bothers me at times. Sure. But hmm. 
you can't force somebody. You can you can give them all their options. You can give them all their choices. They're the ones who have to pick. Do you know what I mean? Like yes, they're the right. ones who have to decide. You can convince them that hey, this option A is a lot better and yeah, this right. is what could happen. But if they're not going to take that first step, you can't force them to do that. Did you have to learn that on the job or do they teach you that in veterinarian school? I learned it on the job. Yeah. 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 And, and that just kind of in the, in the fire type deal? Kind of. Yeah, yeah. In that situation is when you have to deal with it. Yeah. But j- just to elaborate on, on sure. what Dan was asking, though, you know, when it comes to you have to drop your feelings and your emotions. I mean, there, there's and and all the time you've been in the animal field and how many times you've come home and said, you know, we have somebody that's quitting because they just can't, yeah. they can't separate themselves from the job oh, wow. versus yeah. that, yeah. The, the, you know, the field itself, there's people that they go into it and they think they can separate themselves and they just can't, they can't. drop that emotional yeah. sense. That would be me. Attachment. I can do it. You kidding me? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And, there, yeah. and there are people out there. I've worked with people that are like, they say, I read, I read this online that they say the average Veterinary technician career lasts five years. Oh my gosh! Because they wow. cannot, and I know people who've gone longer. I know, yeah, yeah. I know somebody who's been in it for thirty years. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, it just it all depends on your strength, your mental status. Uh, it it's a very hard field. It's a very hard field hmm. to be in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how long? How long did you do? You know, how long did you work at the bank? How long did you work with with taxes? At, at uh, you know, how long were oh you goodness. in that? I guess how long were you in that um, kind of realm? Because um, you were you were at the I you were at the there, bank for a long time. Yeah. I, even whenever we were working at the CD store, you were at the bank. I was at the bank. Yeah, so it's that, probably. I guess how what's the time frame? Because I don't want to make it sound like. You were, you know, you were in that industry for a year and then you were like, well, I'm going to do this. I mean, this, oh, was, no. a, this was a nice this chunk was of, a, yeah. yeah, I did. I started all that when I was, oh my goodness. It's probably been, I'm going to say at least 15 years that you were in, that you were in the 10 like, years, business I would management. probably say 10 years when I, cause as soon as I got out of college, I started in, yeah. into okay. like the banking industry, this being a manager of different supermarket or like um fast food yeah yeah um so yeah it's been at least 10 years that i was in that industry of management or business management banking um the corporate world as yeah, they right. say that's what ben calls it too corporate yeah. corporate world yeah <laughs> um so yeah it's been 10 years so it wasn't it it took me to realize that I needed to start making a difference in people's lives. It took me a while to realize that that's what I wanted to eventually do. Yeah. When did that kind of transformation happen? When did you realize like, yeah, this is, you know, like I can provide and everything, but like, I really don't like, this isn't where my heart is. I'd probably say about five years ago, five and a half years ago. Yeah. Is when I actually started looking into what I needed to do to get into the veterinary field. Do I want to go to be a tech? Do I want to be a veterinarian? Because originally I wanted to be a veterinarian. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then um, my life actually decided to be more steady, I guess you could say. It's because Tony's here. Yeah, exactly. Because he's awesome. (laughs) Thanks, Tony. (laughs) It's about when it changed. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, actually. Much appreciated. Yeah. And and my biggest thing is is that there's always options out there for people. I I have a friend that I talk to, um, actually a girl I met 
where I'm working now. Yeah. And she has such a good head on her shoulders yeah, that yeah. I tell her all the time, I'm like, just do it. You know, there are so many things out there for people to try. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, the only way that you're going to do it, the worst, the only way you can fail at something is by not doing it, is how I feel. You know, if you do it, you didn't fail. Yeah, yeah. You know, just because yeah. you think you didn't do good at it is not being failure at it. Sure. You know, yeah. like that's just personally how I feel. Yeah. Um, it might make me I sound agree. like I'm a little cocky no. on myself. No, you're but good. I mean, it's just the confidence. You've got to have that confidence to do stuff. Yeah. When, when did you take the leap? You know what I'm saying? Because there's, because I mean, you're, you're pretty deep into your career, not this current career, but like you're pretty deep into your career and it's got to be a comfort level. It's got to be a comfort like, man, I've, I've been in this business management banking industry, you know, such, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. Like, I, man, my heart's really here, but I don't know if I can, I don't know if I, I, I'd have to go back to school. I'd have to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you take that leap? How do you jump off the cliff? You know, you're going to land, but how do yeah. you jump off? Well, and that's, a, you just said wow. it. Wow. Sorry about I, that. I, no, 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 no. You just said it. I have the confidence in myself that I'm going to land on my feet. No yeah. matter what is thrown at me, Sure. I can handle it. And it's not that I've been through a lot in my life. It's just, there's so much negative and so many people complain about so many little things around yeah. us. I know I can handle anything you throw at me. Sure. You know, like yeah. it's the confident in myself. I'm not always like that. Don't get me wrong. I know, <laughs> I know that I'm not perfect, but I feel that any situation, there's always a way of getting out of it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Do you Confident, know what I mean? And that's an interesting topic, confidence in yeah, general, yeah. because I think people have been led to believe or think that it's a feeling, but it's not always a feeling because sometimes you're scared to death Yeah, and you do it anyways. Yeah. But that is being confident. It's, it's it doesn't me. matter what yeah, right. it feels like. Yeah, exactly. you are scared to death. I yeah. always tell people it's, it's confidence, not cocky. Yeah. You, you have <laughs> yeah. to be confident with yourself. If, if you know that you can handle something, then do it yeah. or think it through if you have to. And that's, what led me to doing my own side stuff. Sure, sure. Because that is a big change. Definitely. You know, did I really want to start doing my own thing? Do I really want to help people? Or do I want to just stay at where I'm working now? Yeah. What What if somebody doesn't have that confidence? They really want to do it, but they, they might be afraid to take that step. You know, I mean, how do you, how do you build that confidence to say, I want to do, I want to do this. Like, I really want to follow this passion, but... Talk it through. Yeah. Write it down. Yeah, right. There are resources... Self-educate yourself. I mean, you're the only... Figure it out, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're the only person that's going to hold yourself back. And hmm. I mean, that's... I mean, I know a lot of people can be scared because, you know, they did fail before. Yeah, or right. some reason in their past, they don't take that leap. Yeah. But there's always a way... There's always help. There's always something out there to help you. Wow, that rain's coming down pretty good. Cats and dogs. Right. Just Cats like and dogs. Yeah. I don't know if this is being picked up. <laughs> Hope, hopefully it is. So where, did, where, yeah. did you, where do you think you got your confidence from? Where do you think you developed that? I'm, I mean, it comes from yeah. somewhere. Sure. Yeah. Just to do it. Yeah. Where did that come from? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe being made fun of a lot when I was younger. Who knows? Yeah. Huh. Um, no. So like um, a chip on your shoulder? I'm yeah. sorry to put you on the spot. I'm just curious no, to like help um, out our listeners too. Maybe. I That could be it. I never really looked at it that way, but uh -huh. that could be it. That maybe because people would 
like maybe being made fun of as a little kid because I was a tomboy. You know, sure, I wanted sure. to prove everybody that I could do what, do anything. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, like you said, I, chip on your shoulder. I might be able to help her out a little bit with yeah, this one, there we only go. because here's the Jump thing: it, it, for her, a lot of times, it's not always confidence. It's the matter of. I, I don't want to put her on the spot again here, but she hates the fact of when people don't step up to do things. Yeah. So even if she doesn't have the confidence to do it or even the ability to do it, she'll step up and try it. Yeah. And if when she's and when she succeeds, the confidence goes through the roof. Yeah, right. And you're right. And a lot of times that puts confidence in people around her too, because it took that one person to do the job to show everybody else how to do it. Yeah. To make uh-huh. them want to do it. She cleaned out my basement. You know, I there mean, you it's, go. It's, yeah. it's, it's stepped up. I mean, I just want to, you know, I mean, he, right o- all over here in a heartbeat, no questions asked. But right. that's, but it's not just that. It's, a, it's everything. I guess, Tony, for you, um, what was it? What did you see whenever she made that decision? Um, <clears throat> what did you see in terms of like an attitude change? Like, was there an attitude change? Was there, you know, like, like maybe I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to put you know words in your mouth or anything, but like maybe you know, what did you see? In terms of maybe a change from whenever she was in this other field, um, you know, did you see like a change of, um, you know, maybe even like of of happiness or you know, like like whenever she was first going through it, did you see a change that like I made? I mean, it's it's obviously there because she's following her passion, but what did you see, um, you know, based on her everything that she, you know, mood, attitude in general versus. Um, not even what she was doing now, but whenever it first kind of started, you know, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. I mean, so Alexis and I met when she was doing the taxes, taxes yeah, yeah. job. Right. Um, you know, so starting from there, mm-hmm. you know, you're right. Her job was sitting behind that. a desk. So, yeah. I mean, compared to that where she's an adrenaline junkie now, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's, that's, you know, it ba- basically that's, that's her, her field now, you know, as, yeah, yeah. As, with animals it's constant move up and down left and right yeah, yeah you know everything um but that changed her mood because that's the kind of person she is mm. she is a non-stop keep going always yeah. on the move if i settle down and i sit down i'm done for the day my mood is my body settles right. i'm done she's a from four o'clock in the morning until nine <laughs> o'clock at night move and yeah yeah if it stops so when she went from that behind the desk job to up and moving constantly moving yeah yeah I, her attitude went from it, I should bring in confidence back down, you know, way down to way up. I mean, yeah, she yeah. was a much happier person. It made her at the same time on the times that she wasn't working with animals want to get up and do other things. Yeah. yeah. She wasn't just like, oh, well, you know, I, I got to go back to like work maybe tomorrow. Maybe down or, yeah, yeah like not yeah, right, forward right. to work It or was, something. well, yeah. guess what? I got a day off. Let's do something. Sure, sure. Know? Yeah. Because... It, no matter what, she was happy what she was doing at work. She was happy all the time, not I just went to work. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm just going to sit at home. Going to come out know. to work Monday. Right. What can that you know, What can that sort of jolt do for somebody else who might be in that position now? Like I'm, I'm trying to think of the person who is who is in the business management injury, in, industry now and wants to get into veterinarian. You know, like someone who is in that position now where they don't want to be in that position and they want that shot in the arm of like, yeah, this is what I was born to do. Follow your dream. Yeah, yeah. Take, to a, be honest, take the chance. Take the chance. I know you might not have that confidence, but do your research. Just, just do it. Yeah. To be yeah. honest with you, I mean, seriously, try. Because, like I said, you're gonna regret it if you don't. If you, if, mm-hmm. if it comes down to, to money, let's put it this way. If it comes yeah, down sure. to that's money, a good, that's a good question. And you can't afford to do it. Look for your local rescue. Yeah. Rescues are always looking for volunteers. Yeah. If it's really what you want to do, do the volunteer work and. St- 
get yourself into it. You know, that might be a lift up. And at the same time, those volunteers or those rescues work with a lot of vets and vet hospitals. Yeah. At the same time, those vet hospitals might see you working there, looking for interns. It could get you moving. Can, you know, I mean, those those rescues are always looking for free help. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. worth doing. Can you, can you translate, um, maybe not even in your field, but can you translate like, maybe I could do volunteer work for whatever passion I want to do, you know, maybe, you know, if that, if that's the case where, does that make sense? I mean, it does. I mean, every, I shouldn't say every job, but most, maybe not so much veterinarian, but like, I want to get into this field. Maybe I can volunteer and and just kind of, I just really love this stuff, whatever uh, it is. Offhand, trying to think of a job out there. There's something like that. Um, Journalism. It's not like for us. I I mean, we, we wouldn't, you know, we would pay per story, but at the same time, like, if you want to cover a baseball or football game, you know, we'll send you out there. We need yeah. people. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. like, a, like a local high school football game or a baseball game. Like, yeah, absolutely. We and love, there's yeah, places that'll take job shadowing too. Yeah. You know, if somebody wants to job shadow just to see, oh, I, do I like to do this or do right. I not want to do this? Or, hey, this is my passion. I want to, I want to do journalism. Sure. Can I job shadow you for a day and be like, I don't like this. Maybe this isn't my passion. I'll I mean, try that, something else. Honestly, that's a great way to get into it because yeah. if you're not even willing to do the the most menial things for free, yeah, do you really want to do this mm-hmm. thing? Right. Every day for, yeah. Yeah. Or even look at the place where you're working now. I mean, when I, so I was at the, the same uh, company that Alexis was at whenever sure. I first started doing IT, but I took the job as doing mailroom stuff. It yeah, wasn't yeah. even for IT work. Mm-hmm. And then my predecessors and my boss came to me and said, you know, hey, uh, I told them I was starting to go to school for this stuff. This is what I really wanted. And they, let me, passion, they yeah. let me do stuff within the company to start oh, really? getting that experience <laughs> cool. in there. Yeah. So speak up in even where you're working at now because there's they could get you involved yeah. in, something like in that, that company yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I mean it's, it's worth talking about it to other people. Mm-hmm. The to op- get the chance yeah. yeah and the opportunities are always there you just have to find the right time and the right opportunity yeah alexis how long was the grind for you to go back to school um obviously you were doing other th- you know but just what was that like to um because going back to school can sometimes be daunting or not fun either you know i mean yeah you're going to get your passion but like and you're doing what you love now but like if, if I have this mountain of, oh man, I have to go back to school and I have to pump money into this and I'm already working a full-time job and maybe somebody has a family and they, and I don't know when I'm going to get my school, you know, how can that, like, I mean, you, you did it, you know, without, but at the same time, like that can be daunting too. Oh man, I got to go back to school. Like, how do you, you know, what was that grind like for you? I was just saying, it took me about three months to definitely decide that I wanted to go back to school. (laughs) Sure. You know, cause like you said, I'm thinking, oh man, I got to dish out money for this. How am I going to get a loan? Then I have all this schoolwork to do. And then and I have to do internships and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah it right. took me three months. So I'm not saying that I made it lightly. I did my research. Sure. I looked up different schools. I looked up prices, how yeah, I yeah. can buy, how how I can get started in it. So it took me three months to decide, do my research, and eventually I just was like, you know what? I got all my research I needed. This is my best option. Yeah, right. Sometimes you have to do that. I'm I'm curious, too. I don't know how much it plays into your story, but what was it like going back to college the second time versus the first time? Because I know, not that I've gone back to school, but (laughs) if I would, I'd approach it so much differently because the first time you go, it's almost like, I'm going to vacation. Yeah, right. Totally. And the second time it's like, well, I've got bills to pay, so I need to make this as lean as possible and make every moment matter. So what was that like for you? 
Uh, you basically summed it up. Yeah. Um, the first well, time, <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Seriously though, the first time you sit, you sit there and think, "Oh man, I have to go to school." So this is yeah. something I have to do. Yeah, yeah. I have to make sure I have the payments and I do this and do that. You better be doing, yeah. Exactly. You know? yeah. The second time, and I actually did an online course, um, and it was a twelve, it was a twelve month course that I did, um, and I think that was because it's a trade. The veterinary field yeah, yeah. was more of a trade, or I should say the veterinary technician part is more of a trade. Mm-hmm. Um, the length of the schooling, I could do it on my own time. That's that's nice. Yes, yeah, yeah. that was the big thing. Because when I first went to school, it was like, okay, I got four classes this day. I got two sure. classes this day. This is my schedule. And I'm like, got to get this much done. So it was more stressful when I first went to school yeah. Yeah. than going back to school for the veterinary field because huh, I could do it on my own time. Even, I mean, of course, the money was the stressful part because I was only working part-time. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, um, but there are options. I financed, so there was help there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I think the second time, because I had an idea of what I was looking for, as opposed to just going in saying, oh, I have to do it this way. Right. It seemed to be a little easier the yeah. second time. That's, um, like, that's encouraging. Yeah, right. no, I, yeah. I remember whenever um, we were probably eating somewhere, likely Applebee's, I would assume, <laughs> uh, or, or or local, you know, or... Um, For Manny Brothers, right? No, it would be... No, uh, okay. Texas Roadhouse. No, or Texas Roadhouse. Texas and I'm trying, I'm trying to think of... I can't even think of the place we would go to down, down the road that's driving... It's Romano's. Or Romano's, <laughs> too. Romano's. Yeah, we used to go which to Romano's a lot. But anywho, yeah, I digress. Um, <laughs> but I, I remember when you initially, yeah, Applebee's probably wasn't around at, in North Huntington at that point, whenever you told us probably that. Not. It wasn't. Probably it wasn't not. around, yeah. so we weren't there. Um, I remember when you told, yeah, I agree. I agree, uh-huh. Tony. Um, whenever you told us this and you, and you know, you told, it, it's just kind of one of those moments, like you told us like, this is, yeah, this is my plan. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to do this. Like. I remember like Amanda and I were both like, yep, this is it. You know I mean? Like this was like, we both kind of saw it and we're like, this is perfect. You know, that's yeah. like, what's that like whenever, um, you know, you, you made that decision, you're going back to school and you're like, yeah, like this is it, this is lined up. Like, this is what I was, this is what I'm supposed to do. I mean, granted, you're not in the field yet at that point. Um, but like, this is what I, this is what I have to do. Like you see that step in front of you and you're already taking it and you're like, yeah, this is what I have to do. When you told us, like we, we both knew it. You knew it because you could see it in, oh, yeah. in how I felt. Totally. Just in the way I was talking about yeah. it. And I think that's the truth now, too. It still stands true when somebody's talking to me about their pets or somebody's talking to me about their animals or what they did or even the rescues. Yeah, yeah. I'm always excited to hear about it. I'm always, like, I, I'm enthusiastic about it. I'm a, I'm a doer. So yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's why... I'm, I'm still like that when sure, I talk sure. about, you know, oh, I'm yeah. just very enthusiastic about it. And that's what makes me feel good. Sure. If I know mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm helping somebody or talking about it, I feel good about it. And right. That's what makes me feel good. Now, granted, you didn't go from, uh, I mean, don't have to get into specifics, but you didn't go, I mean, you've been through, um, you mentioned four different places, um, you know, all great experiences and bad, good, good and bad with everything. But it's not like, you know, and, and I just want to highlight, like you went from, you know, th- this long grind in, in the banking business field, um, this tough decisions in college. You didn't just land and like, well, here we are. My first job's great and everything, you know, like all this, you know what I'm saying? Like, can you speak to just how, 
you know, your, your four jobs in you know, four different places and four different experiences and all this college. And like, it's not like, I, I just want to, you know, like highlight, we're not from point A to point B, like, well, decide to do it. Here's my passion. Now I'm in it. And now everything's great. Like, can you just kind of speak to how, I mean, everything was just so much of a grind and a learning experience and everything. Mm-hmm. And it didn't just, the light just didn't flip on and everything no. was great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I yeah. know exactly what you mean. And it's, it's the experience. Sure. Like you said, it's, good and bad in each place. Yeah, right. Every place that I have been, I have learned and experienced something different. Yeah. Um, whether it's how to handle certain animals or whether it's how to handle certain clients yeah, right. or if it's a technique that can teach me to do it, do a technique faster yeah, to yeah. protect myself or help the animal. Um, each, and that's how I look at it is it's, I'm bettering myself. Right. If, if I've gone from this place to this place, there's a reason that I, I've got, I've gotten all the experience Definitely. I need at this place. It's time for me to move on and see if I can get a different experience. Hmm. That's even a hard transition because sure. it's taking a jump from your comfort zone here in one spot as mm-hmm. to opposed to going to another place where it's a completely different yeah. protocol, different work ethic, different people. So that right there is also a major change. But in this field, you see that every single day. It's not the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. It's always something different. So whether it was at this place or this place, it's different, but the concepts are still the same. You're still there for your patients. You're still there for your pet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You had mentioned earlier that you were kind of baptized by fire in the sense that um, you had to, um, you were baptized by fire in the sense that you had to separate that uh, emotion for animals and and by doing you know doing the right thing for them. Um, how did you go through all of that? Because you because I mean you you that was all like kind of on the that was all kind of like on the job you know in, in that sense where um, you know I mean it was yeah how how did you like okay the you know kind of go through your feelings with that. I, I was going to say I had a good support system. Tony. I had Tony. Yeah. Tony. <laughs> I had my husband. There my husband go. has Tony's helped me. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I had a really good mentor and trainer yeah, yeah. when I first started out. Um, and she's still with me today. She still talks with me she, and she kind of like help you hangs like, out just with me. Like, t- like what to expect, you know, and like, what, this is kind of what you have to go through. You what know? to expect, how to handle certain yeah, things. Yeah. She also has opened my eyes to other perspectives on things, yeah. on certain situations mm-hmm. with people and with animals. It's not about Tony, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I had a really good support system in, in this field altogether, not just my husband, but yeah, my yeah. friends and my, my trainer at the same time. Um, impor- and the doctors I've worked with. How important is it to yeah. find a mentor? In your passion. In in any passion, it's very important in any field you're in. It doesn't matter if you're doing radio, music, IT, veterinarian, trade, uh, if you're doing carpentry work, if you're doing roofing, anything like that. It's always good to find a mentor because you can bounce ideas off of them. You can, they can relate to you better than somebody who's not in the field. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So it's always good to find at least one or two people that you can actually have that mentor. Yeah. Sure. That That is such a huge thing because sure. I, I know even with my dearest friends, sometimes they're not going to understand the specific struggles totally. that you have. Exactly. Yeah. And even if you're being completely honest and you're completely sane, they might right, be right. like, well, I don't know. Maybe you should 
if this is really making you feel this way, should you really be doing it? And I don't think that that's the answer. Exactly. And they might not get it. They might not get it. Mm -hmm. They just don't understand it because you're not in that field or they're, they're not doing the same thing you are. Yeah. Hey, it doesn't have to always be friends. She comes home and I still don't get it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> That's being a good husband of you, though. Yes. Tony's like, I don't even know. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I kind of want to touch on what you did before and what you're doing now and just kind of the separation of, because um, I think someone might not know, you know, whenever you say veterinarian, vet tech, um, can you speak to what you were doing before, like a lot of the uh, the spays, the neuter, um, and maybe not get into what you're doing now yet, but, um, you know, in terms of like the, the more surgery stuff, but like, can you speak to that, um, the stuff you were doing before and then um, I guess kind of what led you to what you're doing now? Um, I, I know it's a little the, vague, but in no, the field. No, 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 in, the, in the actual veterinary field. Sure, sure. Um, what I do is basically um, what a veterinary technician does. That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, a veterinary technician does. What a veterinarian technician does, then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> come Ex- on. Come on. <laughs> a veterinary technician is basically your frontline person to yeah, your yeah. client. Um, you're there to assist the doctor and explain things to the client as well, um, as well um, to treat the pet, basically. You whatever. spays, neuters, things like that? Well, you're just there to assist okay. the doctor on those. Okay. You don't perform yeah, yeah. as a vet tech. The yeah, doctor yeah. does all that. Um, but you are there just to assist the doctor in yeah. them. And that's in general practice. Um, I, I did general practice for three and a half years. Um, so I, again, same thing. Like we're not going from like, well, did that for one year. And then, like you said, you're three years into that. I'm right? three years into that. Yeah. So, and not only you, you do a lot of, a lot of client communications, a lot of holding your the pets, you know, yeah. a lot of comforting the animals, comforting the the patient or clients as well. Um, as the veterinary technician, um, where I'm at now, um, we do more of the treatments for the pets. Yeah. Um, the pa- the patients are in the hospital. We do a lot of treatments for them. We are basically the the right hand person for the doctor themselves. Yeah. That doctor is basically relying on us that if there is a problem with that pet, we are to let them know what's going on. Right. So we are basically <clears throat> taking care of that pet. Yeah. We are taking care from morning to night on medications, on walking, yeah. on um making sure they're clean, making sure they're getting what they need, making sure they're getting their food. So we are 100% taking care of them. Um, That's basically what my job is as a technician. What's the difference between what you were doing before at your other job and just, you know, because you kind of explained it beforehand, like while we were talking before before we started, but just... Um, you know, your, your spades, your neuters, I don't want to say basic stuff, but maybe some other things versus what you were doing versus what you were doing afterwards, you know, um, what you're doing now. Sorry. Um, in general practice, you're just doing the vaccines, the cleanings, assisting, maybe. the cleanings. Yeah. You're doing dentals. You're doing the small little things that the vets mm-hmm. or that the veterinarian needs done for the pet. Um, for what I'm doing now, it's more of a specialty um, we do a lot. We see a lot more um, broken bones. We yeah. see a mm-hmm. lot of different uh, neurological cases. Um, we see a lot more uh, surgical, more specialty surgeries, yeah. uh, more things that deal with the eyes, um, ligaments. Yeah. Um, like I said, broken bones. Did masses before too? 
I'm sorry. Masses before. Yeah, that yeah. a lot of the simple ones would be more or less um, done at general practice mm-hmm. if it's something that's more severe or um, if it needs to be seen by an oncologist. Um, that's what we do now. Right. We do have uh, cancer um, treatments that we deal with um, as to opposed to general practice because a lot of general practices don't have the specialty equipments, don't have the specialty doctors to look at the full right perspective if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah well, that i think kind of like and and i guess what i want to get across is just like people out there they might get thoughts of like veterinarians or, or vet technicians and things like that and like you're not just like doing cleanings and clipping toenails i mean you're you're doing broken bones and neurological stuff and i mean you're, you know what i'm saying like this is next level like oh veterinarian tech, oh what do you do you do some cleanings you do, like no like you're doing you're doing no. like the masses yeah. and the surgeries and the broken bones and the the you're, you know i mean like that's that's some high level stuff you know like, i love dogs and, and animals but like man that's that's some pretty intense stuff you know i mean yeah, yeah. as to opposed to what i was doing before yes and to what i'm doing now it's a lot more in in detail than it was at general practice. How do you like it? I love it. Yeah. To be honest with you, I love... Do you like that more? What I'm doing now? Yeah, compared to... Gen- I mean, you probably had a passion for general practice I had a too, passion but- for general practice because it was more client mm-hmm. and mm. patient. Whereas with specialty, it's more patient yeah. care, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think it was more of the personal connection that you have in general practice with the client, with their pet, as yeah. opposed to with specialty, it's more with the pet connection Yeah. than you do with the client. Yeah. What, um, what's the draw in that compare? Because you said you love it more, and, and I think Tony mentioned that you were an adrenaline junkie too. And, and, and I, I mean, I, I agree with you. Know, I, I see that too. Um, but what, <laughs> you know, I guess like, yeah, why do you love it? Why are you drawn more to that and, you know, that more... I mean, that's, that's a pretty intense end, you know, of it. You know, why are you more drawn to that one than, you know, that end? Um, and I'm sure you're drawn to the other end too, but like what, you know, what what is it about this that, that really kind of lights you up? Seeing the possibilities yeah. that can be done to the pet or done hmm. for the pet. I should sure. say seeing the possibilities that can be done for a pet. Pet comes in and let's say he's down in the hind, hind legs, meaning yeah. that he can't walk or... Um, he's having trouble walking. There could be multiple reasons why. It could be um, neurological issues. It could be a broken bone. It could be his spine. It yeah. could be bones in his spine. It could be a pinched nerve. Like right. no, not knowing what's wrong with the pet, but being able to figure out is what makes it interesting to me, which is Mm, why I like what I'm doing because we're able to do it where I'm at now, whereas a lot of small practices are not able to determine that because they don't have that specialty. That's why they do send them to the specialty hospitals. Cool. Uh, I want to touch on this that we, it's been an overarching topic uh, in in this whole story that you've had. But I want to go back and maybe hone in on it a little bit. Um, and and the idea is that you don't have to have it all figured out. Yeah. Or no. you don't. Or you don't have sure. to like know exactly what it's going to look like. And in fact, you're not going to whenever. Yeah, right. Whenever you get into it, and just part of the journey uh, of figuring out. Okay, I want to go into this vet- veterinarian tech field. Yeah. And just the journey of 
committing to doing just that. Right. Okay, I'm going to just commit to go to school and then figuring out, okay, this is what school feels like. And then figuring out this is what an internship feels sure, like. Sure. This is what an actual job feels like. How much has it changed your just perception of what that job is? Yeah. Because you knew, you knew a little bit about it before you even jumped into it. Now I'm just like, curious. Now you're knee deep. You know? Yeah, I'm curious. I don't you're even like, know how you like would want to climb. Now. <laughs> on, a, on a scale of 1 to 237, what... How much? How much has it changed? No, I'm just kidding. About a, about a, one, about a 164, Ben. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not what I thought it would have been. Okay. Yeah. When, is that, a, is, like is that what you're asking? That is like, what I'm asking. It's not because everybody. When I first thought of it, I. I got into the field because I really didn't want to deal with customers anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, sure. <laughs> to be honest with you. Sure. Yeah. I got into the field because I did not want to deal with customers. And you will hear that a lot from yeah. veterinary technicians, vet kennel assistants, veterinary assistants. Huh. You will hear that a lot. Yeah. And that is the wrong perspective to have yeah, when you yeah. get into this field. <laughs> yeah. Because they all think it's puppies and kittens. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, sure. And that's what it is. Everybody thinks it's puppies and kittens. And it's not. You will deal with more people and more customer service aspect than you will with puppies and kittens or dogs and cats. Yeah. yeah. Or happy dogs, healthy dogs, healthy cats. Yeah. You deal with a lot of sick patients. So... Um, but yeah, thinking when I originally thought about getting into this field, I really thought that I was not going to have to deal with customer service. <laughs> yeah, um, that's interesting. Not that I regret my decision. Sure. Because I do like to educate the clients. Yeah. Um, it was a 360 degree turnaround for me. Yeah. Huh. Because my thought of not having to deal with people or not having to deal with the customer service aspect um turned it all the way around yeah, yeah. it really turned it all the way around yeah and kind of the brick wall knowing thinking that oh this is how it's going to be and then hitting the brick wall and realizing wow this yeah, really right. is not what i thought but my heart was still in it to take care of the patient and the client yeah, yeah definitely i was my heart was still in it yeah you know so i just had to change my mindset a little bit mm -hmm. yeah. and realize that it's bettering the patient and I'm bettering mm -hmm. the client. And sure. that goes, and that goes back to what you said earlier, uh, as far as just committing and going and, and doing something and yes. not being too right. afraid of just trying something yep. cuz you don't you don't have any idea what it's going to feel like unless you start doing it. Exactly. And the same exact thing goes for me with music because right. Growing up, all I ever wanted to do was play bass in a band. Okay. And it's interesting how not until I actually did that is whenever I started realizing what I really like to do and what I don't like to do. Yeah. And realizing what it's like to be out on tour with a band. And it's just crazy because I've played music my whole life. Yeah. Okay. But not until I was nearly 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Deciding to go and actually do it. That's kind of where the rubber met the road yep. and I was actually able to see, to see like, what does this look like? What, sure. what do I actually like? And that, that goes back to like, you never, or you're guaranteed to fail if you never do at all. Yep. And, exactly. And so I would just encourage people and I want to hear your perspective too, but I want to encourage people just take baby steps 
start doing because you might find out I don't like this at all or I might like this certain aspect. Like you were saying yeah. about you don't want to deal with customers at all. It's way different than what you thought. Want, but yeah, right. You but still I, like it though. I still like it though. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're just, yeah, and you then, could, yeah. But like you said, you start out with baby steps and if you don't like it and you know your heart's not in it, then you at least tried. You did not fail. Right. You tried. Right. If you did that, you took that step to play bass. Mm -hmm. And if you were like, okay, yeah, I really don't like this. You didn't fail. You tried it. So yeah. it's something you don't like to do. So you didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. The only way you fail is by not trying or not doing what you want to try. Yeah. That's how you find out what your passion is. It's how you find out if you like to do something. I think it's interesting too, and I'm I'm a little bit riffing off the top of my head right now, so okay. bear with me. But I just think of all of the bands that I've looked up to over the years. Yeah, that they're hot for a hot minute. Yeah, yeah, one then hot they, minute. They, yeah, one hot minute. A red hot well, that's Pepper that's not a good example. Of that <laughs> band. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's but just a great, great album. album. Yeah. Um, I but I know we can think of, especially working at the CD Warehouse store or CD Extreme. Extreme. I'm sorry, not CD Warehouse. No, uh, no. CD Extreme. Extreme. Uh, we all know these bands that we fell in love with. And then you're like, where did they disappear to? They're, yeah, right. they're gone. But I think the interesting thing is, is those people are like chasing hard after their passions and careers. And it just so happens that after chasing that hard, they realize this isn't really where I want to continue yeah. to do or I was successful to it to a time and now I'm going to pivot Yeah, yeah. as opposed to the hobbyist and it's fine to have hobbies, sure, sure. but the person that never really wants to jump with both feet in and they're just always kind of dabbling, but they never get, they never get beyond that point. I just think that right, that's, right. that's an interesting, that's an interesting thing to think about. It's almost like you're maybe too afraid of failing and having to face the truth of having to pivot later. Right. And that's a possibility if that person feels that way. Yes. Or there are people out there that do just like to dabble in 10 different things. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. that's what their heart is. That's what they like. That's yeah. what they like to do. Yeah. That's that, a good perspective too. Do you I, know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that's perfectly fine for them to do that if that's what they like. Yeah. I, I, I definitely think it's important to, to know that about yourself. Like, are you the hobbyist? Yeah. Right. Or, or is this something that your heart's in? Yeah. Or is your heart in this and you're just making excuses why not to do it? Yeah. But you still tried it, like you said. Yeah. Mm. And that's the thing. If that hob hobbyist, did I say that right? Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. We can edit it out. Um, <laughs> right? Please do. Um, if they like to do those, yeah. you know, you can't, then they're happy. That's yeah. That's all that matters. It's true. It's but, true. Uh, my biggest thing of advice, and this was one thing a, a teacher in college told me. Yeah. Know your limits of what you're trying to do. Um, one of the things, and I think that keeps Alexis interested in, in the veterinary tech field too. At the same time, and it does in the IT field, is there's a never stop of learning of what's going on. You know, totally. I mean, that's true. There's always yeah. something new. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to put it into a. a a vision here to where yeah yeah you know, where you guys were talking about the bands mm -hmm. you know yeah. a lot of bands will just come out big bam yeah and then you'll never see them again yeah instead of working their way up and enjoying it yeah. or learning and That's taking it in they'll come out thinking they know it all bang and then they're gone yeah. yeah um whereas like the vet field or the it field um 
don't try to learn everything right away. Don't try to do everything immediately. Yeah. Build your way up. Keep learning. That way you're you're learning as you go and you are always continuing something new and you're keeping yourself interested at the same time. Yeah. You're not just, I know everything. I'm so bored. Yeah, yes. right. Mm-hmm. And then you're just not learning from any, yeah. Right. right. That's, de- that's definitely the way to, to stay in it a longer amount of time. Right. For sure. I totally agree with that. Uh, Alexis, I definitely wanted to get into just your side business too. Uh, at the same time, um, can you speak, you know, your side business also falls in love, also falls in line with your passion, um, of, you know, offering, uh, in home pet service. And, and I, and I, I want to say it's just a little different than what, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of different business, a lot of different people that do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I think with you, you're getting somebody who is in the field, who has, you know, performed surgery. I mean, you know, completely, you know, trained and gone through all of it and gone through, you know, four jobs and has been through the wire. Um, and just how, you know, I guess, can you speak to your business? Um, but I mean, I just want to say just how, how you're getting, you're getting everything. I mean, you're getting the, the most experience, you know, vet tech and everything. It's not just... You know, it's not just me and and my wife. Like, well, we just like you know, we just love dogs and we'll let them out. <laughs> yeah. and, you know. Well, and that uh, was yeah. that's the whole purpose why I started doing my side business is, yeah. um, where I work, we see a lot of sick animals. It's a hospital, so that's basically what we see on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. The side business is nice because. I don't see sick animals. I go and I take care of nails and ear cleans and I get to play with them and I get to say, hi, how's it going? You know, I get that not to get attached to them because I get to see them once or twice or whenever the client calls me, but I get that happy. Oh, they're excited to see me. They're healthy. They're good. Okay. Let's clip your nails. Okay, go. Here's a treat. Have a good day. You know, that's, and it makes me feel good because I'm not, the clients aren't stressing out their pet by putting them into a carrier yeah, or yeah. getting them on the leash in the car, driving 20 minutes to the office. Sure. You know, this way, it, less hassle on the client, less stress on the pet. It makes the client happy because their pet's not stressed. Sure. Um, so I think that was one of many reasons yeah. I started doing the side business because um, it makes me feel good. Yeah. But I'm also still helping Mm-hmm. the pet and the client. And, and what's that like for you? I mean, you know, you said you offer like ear cleanings and nail clippings. Like I'm just going to come over to your house and let the dog out. I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, like I'm just going to walk the dog and let the dog, like I'm not going to give you an ear cleaning a nail clipping. You know, if, if I do the nail clipping, that dog's going to kill me because <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like you're getting so much you know, more extra and maybe even, even more that you offer. Like I, you know, but like you're, you're taking that next step and, and offering even more in, in your business, whereas like other people might not be able to well, do it. Well, and that's what makes the client feel more comfortable is because I have that. I mean, there are people that are in this field that do it for on their sides, I'm sure. No one like you, though. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you. Um, but just saying that I mean, makes the client feel more comfortable because I do deal with animals on a daily basis so i know how to handle the animals i can read the animals easily if they're uncomfortable with me holding them yeah yeah or if they're uncomfortable with me cleaning their ears or um they're uncomfortable the way i'm trimming their nails so it does make the client feel a little bit more comfortable that Mm -hmm. i have that experience you're doing it every day you're not you know it's this isn't just a a side hobby you're not a hobbyist yeah basically but but it's cool how you're you're building the side hustle yeah, based right. off of what you are already based off of my in. passion. Yeah. yeah, with what I'm skilled. Just at. like yeah. what you did with your recording studio. 
and build it. You know, exactly yeah. that, and, and even doing, the podcast. The I mean, podcast. it's yeah, and even it, the podcast. <laughs> there was a little bit of a learning curve to putting it out online for people to listen to, but like, we hope you're enjoying it. Yeah, they, well, well, yes, we hope you enjoy it. Uh, but Dan always says, like, you said you've gotten a ton of feedback. Like, it sounds, oh, yeah, it sounds yeah. great. And I'm like, well, no duh. Like, I do recording. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah totally. like that, That's just it. Just makes sense. It better sound good. I'm an audio engineer. If this doesn't sound, yeah. if this yeah. doesn't sound good, well, I might as well not even do. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. But that, and then like everyone looks at the setup, and I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, he has his own studio. You know? Right. I mean, this it isn't, just, you know, it, it's one of those things where it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, and it just kind of fell in. One to, thing yeah. builds or helps to helps the build the is very yes. similar to what yeah. you're doing because you know you went and you're a vet tech and and not just are you doing it but like you're you're doing surgeries you're you're handling broken bones you know again this this isn't you know just just a hobby on the side you're like yeah I'm doing this every day and I really want to keep doing it so I'm going to do something on the side to help you know to help clients and, and build yeah. that yeah and that's that's exactly it what do you offer for other you um, know, for, for someone who you know I'm interested I don't have any pets but I'm I'm interested in I would love to have a dog but I'm allergic yeah. but anywho that that's besides the point if, if I had you know dog or cats or, or anything or, or maybe a bird or I know you've dealt with snakes before mm-hmm. and things like that like what do you offer like what what you know for my I'm, side business yeah, yeah. what I offer yeah, I yeah. do the nail trims mm-hmm. I do the pet sitting if you need to go on vacation yeah um, I offer the ear cleanings. Um, I will offer pets like walking if your dog needs to be out a couple times a day. Um, if there are people that walk their cats. So if your cat needs to be walked, yeah, you know, um, if you have trouble giving medication to your pet on a daily basis, I'm yeah. very skilled at doing that. So I will offer that as well. Um, just the basic stuff right now. I am not I do not diagnose your pet. That I still recommend taking to the veterinarian if yeah. they're sick or not feeling well. Um, but just the basics. Sure. So how can you know? Again, I'm I'm still interested. You know, I'm I'm listening, and I have a pet. Um, how do I you know? How do I get in contact? You know, what's the best way to, I, I guess, reach out and get in contact? Um, I do have a Facebook page. Okay. It's in home pet services. How do you spell that? Um, it's I N dash. H O M E P E T Services. Services. Okay. If you can't um, figure that out, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just remember I, the dash between the You that, gotta remember the dash I did in between think there the was a dash there. Home. That's why yeah. yeah. And it actually I thought there was something different about it. And it, it actually has a picture of uh my dog Rico. He's, he's a beagle. He's pretty awesome. Rico, so, good name. Rico's awesome. Yes, that would be all Tony's idea. Good job, oh, yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I do have a picture of me holding my beagle. So if you're looking for that on Facebook, there is a picture of my beagle on there. Um, Great. My, my phone number is on there as well, so you can always text Anyone or wants call. To reach out, yeah. Um, okay. Or Facebook message me. Sure, yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for being on. I guess in closing, uh, is there any last words of advice that you would give to anybody that wants to get into the veterinary field? Or any I mean, la- you, we, anything else you want to anything else you want to yeah. say? Um, we've talked a lot. You've given a lot of great advice. Yeah, but I just, one overarching thing. I just tell people take the leap, take the leap, and yeah. do whatever makes you happy. To be honest with you, because life is too short and it can be miserable, and there's too many negative things out there. So, don't make your work, don't make your job one of them. <laughs> just yeah, just seriously, just take the leap. If you're not happy. Find something that you're happy at. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's great. That's, <laughs> I mean, well, that's hard to do too. You know, for so many people, because sometimes they're sometimes they're miserable with that job, and and I get it. You know, if mm-hmm. somebody is, but like you said, don't make your job one of them. 
you know, where somebody's miserable, but like sometimes, you know, and then sometimes it just consumes them because they're just, you know, they're just miserable. And then they come home and they can't relax because all they're thinking about is that job the next day. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I think like you said earlier, um, you got to find that confidence to make your crappy life now a yeah. better life later because like we've it. all been there. Yeah, yeah sure. Totally. We've all been there. Crappy moments, Definitely. but you can have a better future. Yeah. Well, once yeah. again, Tony and Alexis, thank you guys so much thank for being you. on the show. You it's guys been a lot the best. of fun. Thank you. Yeah, it was. It was interesting. Yeah. I never thought I'd have this much fun talking to a veterinary tech assistant or yeah. whatever <laughs> you <laughs> but I, It's I been a blast. Yeah. Thing. We've, we've had a lot of that, you know, just like, you know, this perspective or that perspective or this job or that job, yeah. you know, in 43 episodes, um, you know, we've had so many different walks of life and so many different stories that, um, you know, I, I just, you know, like I said, I just love spotlighting. And I think, you know, I think this is a, an, another great story of, you know, how you can change things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure, it's been yeah. great. Thank you once again for being on and thank you listeners for listening. Yeah, we, thank hope, you. we hope we've encouraged you to dream loud. So have a great week. We'll see you next time.